So I wanted to talk about consciousness. I have such a hard time saying that word. Consciousness. It's so slurry and long. Um, it's a lot of sh sounds. Okay, it's not just me then? No. So I have a hard time with a lot of words, but that's one of them. Anyways, I wa- I've been kind of hyper fixating on Eastern philosophy lately. It's been my, like my new obsession. So okay, I think that's why. So yeah, consciousness is like loosely defined as what it's like to be something. So your consciousness is what it's like to be you and like a dolphin's consciousness. Like if you can imagine something with consciousness and I don't know about plants though. But anyways, nobody knows about plants. Um, (laughs) But what about that whole thing where like plants communicate with each other through their roots? Yeah. I don't know. We'll get into it. We'll get into it. Okay. Um, (laughs) I'm a little nervous about this conversation. Well, I mean, I'm nervous to have my my brain just kind of blows when when I, I don't know, stuff like this, you know, that it's almost like I can't comprehend it sometimes. Yeah. And consciousness is one of those things, or especially like quantum mechanics, you know? Yeah, this is all kind of stuff that they don't really teach you in school. Which is so ridiculous because they're... But I know uh, why. Why? Because school isn't about expanding your mind and learning. No. It, it's about being trained to be a worker bee. And, and to and- get babysat. Yeah. It's not about expanding your horizons and changing the world. It's so fucked. Like, because what I think education is like the number one most important thing in the world. Like, basically, like, it's so important. Anyways, different topic, different topic. Okay. okay. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. So where to even begin? So, yeah, the reason it's so mind blowing is it's called the hard problem of consciousness, but it's basically like they can't figure out scientists can't figure out how, how it emerges, basically how the firing of neurons can make chocolate taste like chocolate or, you know, like how it can give us this experience. Like we can't measure it. We don't see it. And we really know nothing about it. So I've been reading this book, the case against reality. And I'm about halfway through, but it, it's like taking me a long time because I I have to put it down and digest it because like almost every page I'm just like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I finally broke down and ordered it, even though oh. I couldn't help it. I said I wouldn't buy any more books, but because, yeah, I've been reading so much about it because Eastern philosophy, like basically almost all of them have the kind of underlying implication that everything is the divine and basically everything is consciousness. And so the self is an illusion Mm -hmm. and we are what is noticing our consciousness. We are that noticing underneath and you, you can see that through meditation. And um, the whole idea is that as we all share a universal consciousness, a lot of the philosophy say that, which Mm -hmm. is like, I don't know. What do you think of that? I've been familiar with that idea for a while. It's like we're all one and all of the particles are God. Yeah. It's kind of. But like, concept. do you feel that way too? Yeah. Well, yeah. Especially after reading this book, okay, there are like two theories that he's talked about. And one of them is like, just to do like a quick overview, he's basically saying that everything in our, everything that we see, touch, feel, 
sense is just like an icon because nobody experiences or perceives anything in the same way. And there are two theories is like fitness beats truth. So whatever is fit is what we will choose, even if it's not true. And then the interface theory of perception, which is like this whole thing is like an interface. So basically we're like, it is like a video game, you know, I feel like that's the only way I can understand it is to like put it up to like how universes are created in a video game, right? Like this is the way we play it. And that like you see a spoon and I see a spoon. If I close my eyes, is it still there? Like all that kind of shit. And I'm just like, I don't know. I don't know what to think. Like, because we don't even understand why we are the way we are and how it all works. And if anything is even real. Well, yeah, I listened to a few podcasts with him and basically like his, it's accepted in our Western society at scientists that like the brain, the brain somehow creates consciousness, but his whole theory is that consciousness creates the brain or basically consciousness is fundamental. It's the only fundamental kind of like Eastern philosophy, but yeah. And we're like in this, user face like it's basically like a simulation like it's so crazy right yeah right but the craziest part yeah. of all these theories and even um panpsychism is like another one that a lot of scientists actually hold not a lot a few but it basically says like consciousness is in each particle basically so everything is conscious to a degree so mm-hmm. like everything like rocks table you know, not like they're conscious it's all like Anyways, I, I but don't know, if it's I kinda... like all made up of the same matter, right? Like, and it's all vibrating at a very small, like tiny, 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 imperceptible size. Everything is just vibrating all the time, and can't that energy move around? Like, yeah, because everything is a wave of energy. <laughs> yeah, can't, like there is no matter. Touch, if you touch a spoon, doesn't it become part of you? Because the particles that make up the spoon can transfer to you. Yeah, but you're not even you. Oh, man. (laughs) Okay, no, this is the craziest part about his theory and a lot of Eastern philosophies and stuff is that there is a science experiment, the double slit experiment. Did you ever look that up? No, tell me about it. Well, I can't explain science. I can understand science, but I can't explain it. But I'll just bust it down to its... Yeah, yeah, because everyone should check it out. I had to watch like four videos to finally get it. But basically, it proves that tiny particles like electrons, they actually behave differently when they're being observed. Yeah, so... Yeah, man. <laughs> so it's like, uh, they can't figure oh, it out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was in the book. That was like, even, even if it's sneakily being observed, like, even if they put up like a little camera or anything that's watching yes. them. Oh, that, <laughs> yeah, I, I thought that would be in his book because it kind of fits with his theory. And so I've just been thinking about it a lot lately. And through meditation, like, I can't, I can't get there yet or anything, but I can catch glimpses of that that Mm -hmm. kind of feeling and then obviously on drugs like what does everybody feel on mushrooms they feel like we're one and we're connected and right oh yeah for sure that's crazy Yeah, like imagine being in a higher state of consciousness like 
the majority of the time. Like, is that even possible? Yeah. And do you think us as humans, we're, we all have different levels of consciousness? Kind of like an IQ or something, you know? Like, I was thinking about that. Because when you do mushrooms, your your consciousness expands, right? Like, it's like, you're like, it's open. Maybe some people are like more like that than others, their baseline. I don't know. No, I think that I think that everyone is the same. But some people just build up more of a, a barrier to experiencing that. Well, that's like, like this shit's too much in the illusion to let go. Yeah, that's why this shit's so trippy to me is because I'm like so skeptical and I was brought up in like a like such a scientific, you know, family and upbringing. Like I none of this woo woo. So it took me a long time to even I'm still trying to like wrap my head around it because so much of me is screaming like, no, but it's like, I don't know. There's a lot of science and shit in that theory so yeah i don't know i mean but will we ever know because the sun can't shine on itself like eyes can't look at themselves so anything we try and figure out about consciousness will be in consciousness so okay let me read you this because i (laughs) it says physics reveals that we often fail to notice what is too fast or slow too big or small or simply outside the band of electromagnetic waves that we can see The interface theory of perception is saying something much deeper. It says that even though we can, with the help of technology, observe all these new things, we are no closer to seeing reality as it is. We are just exploring more of our interface, more of what happens within the confines of space and time. Whoa. (laughs) Yeah, like... (laughs) I love it. The next page says space-time is doomed (laughs) yeah he thinks space-time isn't real it's it's not even real and we're not seeing reality which i mean but then what is even real like the word what if nothing is real and that's the whole point yeah that we're all just making magic all the time i mean it still doesn't answer the why though but yeah well how would we ever answer the why I don't know. I don't know how we answer any of this. I I was reading a little bit about higher states of consciousness. And one of the things that's included in that is lucid dreaming. Have you ever done that? No, I wish. Have you? No, but I know someone who has. But I'm so jealous. (laughs) I feel like that would be so cool. Because you're like, but I guess in real life, we, we are making choices and controlling things but i guess if you don't believe in free will you probably think that that's not true i don't know that is so fucking crazy so if you're sorry that's okay i can't remember what i was gonna say now keep going like if everything is energy if we can even establish that as truth it makes it very clear that you have to be careful what energy you let in your field. Okay, but hold on. Imagine I'm this maybe will happen one day. Imagine his theory does get proved like 100%. Just imagine how humanity would react. Like how do you think people just judging by the past, you know, it would be like another like Copernican revolution. Like people just wouldn't be able to accept it. I think there'd be like it'd be insane. Yeah, I think there'd be like there's this percentage of the population that's 
spiritual or yeah right that population would accept it wholeheartedly because they already do I just wonder I think think a lot of people would have a hard time but I think deep down everyone knows I know me too right because you can you can feel it you can feel that when you're I don't know I just you know how people are they don't like the truth sometimes but anyways it won't happen in our I think it's just because it's scary that's the only reason when you won't admit something it's because it's too terrifying or it challenges your belief yeah like you know you can't some people can't seem to like change their views it's weird okay so this is actually the simple thing that made me kind of think of donald hoffman's theory is just that fucking proverbial tree in the forest question like does it make a sound if no one's there yeah right because no it doesn't can answer that no but it doesn't because what is a sound a sound is something bouncing off your eardrum so oh my god so yeah so if you go with so there are no actions there are a no vision is something bou- bouncing off your eyeballs so it's like it kind of puts that everything yeah into question it's just it's because of your consciousness they're appearing in your consciousness it's like, oh, right my god Nothing is real, dude. Well, nothing is real unless it goes through our filter. Yeah. And then another thing is I read this study on all these people who basically died and came back like they had near death, but they're they were like flatlined for a while, right? Like cardiac arrest, no brain scan material, like nothing. And then when they come back, they they were it wasn't nothing. They were doing shit. They either saw a light or they had this experience, you know. So it's like, how can that happen if your brain is dead, right? So it's like, that's kind of weird, right? It's kind of exciting. It makes death exciting if this is true. Or maybe their their brain wasn't completely dead. Yeah, who knows? I don't know. All of these, I mean, you have to remain open. About- well, that's another question. Like, when we die, does our consciousness live on? Like, a lot of spirituality teaches that you're just, in a skin suit like yeah you are is the spirit and your consciousness travels throughout space and time it's not just it hasn't only been in this lifetime or in this body it's like bigger than that yeah that's like an impossible thing to prove i know right i don't know but i i don't know like intuitively i just feel like my experience of the world so far I've felt a lot of that stuff and I I'm not afraid of it yeah you're more mystical than me a bit (laughs) you got a little mysticism in there I I think that the Ukrainian side of my family is a little bit like witchy because my mom and my sister always like have these strange experiences and they they they're much more like that than I am like my dad just cut me down to size when I was young just anything you know he was always just like shooting me down or playing devil's advocate I just feel like sometimes that whole attitude of like I know what's right and it's only this is like that's so ego and so human because ego nothing is we, we don't know 
even science can be disproven at some point, the more that we learn. Yeah, I know you can't be too rigid. So you can't like, really commit. You can't really commit to one idea. I, and there's some things that we can't ever measure or anything like consciousness. Like, Well, the other thing that's very interesting about consciousness is like the way that we experience life on this planet is like through perception. And everyone's perception is different. Like the way that you, if you look at a color, the way that you see the color and I see the color is not the same. Yeah. Nothing is written in stone because everyone's perception is completely different. And we like agree upon things just because it's easier that way. And we don't know what the other person is actually perceiving. It's almost impossible to describe. Like, how do you describe how something tastes? Yeah. How? Or like, how would you, can you even imagine a new color? Like, yeah, right. Like try and imagine a new brand new color. It's impossible. You can't. I know, it's so fucked up, right? It's like trying to think of another dimension. It's like, oh, uh, that's what I mean about consciousness. Like we can't solve consciousness in consciousness. Another crazy thing is that disorder where it's like trapped, you're trapped inside your body, like the diving bell and the butterfly, that book or movie was made after this disorder where you're basically conscious inside, but you can't move your body or and your organs work or something it's so fucked up oh how does that happen i don't know it's like a super rare condition but there's all these weird like conditions that also like make it even more mysterious and that's one of them because they're fully conscious but they i think their organs don't work nothing works <laughs> it's crazy huh I've yeah i've heard of that yeah it's a really depressing movie about it I oh, watched. did we talk about this before where when does consciousness begin? Yeah, they don't know. They can't figure but, it out. But I mean, just as a as a human being, is it the instant that the sperm and the egg come together? They don't know. I think, remember, we looked it up one time and they were like, at six months old or something or something. Oh, yeah. But it's like, no, what? Like, how, how would you even know that? Yeah, I don't know. They're guessing, I guess. through their. But there's no way of measuring that. Yeah, I know. But are animals conscious? Yeah, but I think there's different levels of consciousness probably, right? I don't even know. Like, what would like, it be? Is the like, level of consciousness based on the size of your brain? Well, I mean, it's connected to the brain, I think. Or I feel like higher consciousness is like overcoming that animal instinct baseline consciousness that we all have like, like rational thought maybe. that's kind of like maybe what animals have is just like instinct yeah but i don't know if they think chimps seem to think for sure like they can be taught language and stuff right fuck i don't know i keep forgetting what i was gonna say yeah yeah i don't know i can't remember but have you ever read any Schopenhauer? Schopenhauer? Um, I know I have a couple of his books. I've read bits of it. I know he's the pessimist of the philosophers. Hmm. Why? Oh, he just talks about like better consciousness. Better consciousness? Like, it's like beyond all experience and re reason. Like, oh, yeah. 
yeah i don't know it's just yeah it's such a mystery it's like the big mystery of science but yeah maybe it'll never get solved no because i don't think we can solve it because we're in it and we're part of yeah that's what i mean you have to have an outside perspective and we will never have that no so but i don't know i'm always like maybe we'll i don't know maybe we'll get more weird tests like the double slit experience or more like tests that will kind of like upend everything i could see that happening right where it's like more evidence towards figuring it out i just think that in a lot of ways this sort of subject matter is almost too much for most people because it it really does sort of break your brain yeah but if it was just neurons then we should be able to take some neurons and make something conscious right like but we can't like it's not like ai is ever going to be conscious i don't think right there's something else there's a life force or something yeah and you know like if you've ever seen someone like a dead body you can sense that lack of that life force yeah every person every person has like a certain vibration that you're picking up on even if you're not conscious of it yeah, and then when we die, we just go back I mean, into the hole or, or we turn into someone else, something else, or I don't know. reincarnation. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts about it and reading books about more like Eastern philosophy, like spirituality stuff, I guess. But it's pretty cool wow. when it matches up with the science. It's pretty, that's the part that got me kind of intrigued. Oh, there's yeah. a lot of weird science experiments that they cannot understand. And like quantum theory is just wild. I fucking, yeah, they say if you understand quantum mechanics, then you don't actually understand quantum mechanics. Yeah. It's, so it's like, true. it's so <laughs> fucked. But yeah, my science said. Never, you could never, no one can figure anything out. And it's so mind blowing. Like I do, it almost feels like it's kind of like distance. Like when they talk about like how big the universe, like it's almost, I feel like my brain isn't meant for this. Like it's almost like, I'm like, oh, this like hurts kind of like, I can't really, I can't really (laughs) imagine it. And, but maybe that's where we need to go. We need to go to those places, right? (laughs) Luckily, there's really, really smart people born once in a while who dive right in. Because, like, yeah, like, Einstein showed that, like, matter, everything's a wave, you know? Like, I don't know. It's just, it's so bonkers. But I do, I love thinking about it. I don't know. I find it uh, soothing or something. Well, it kind of lifts you out of the drudgery of reality. because Maybe it helps my nihilism. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's it. I think the cure for nihilism is... Nothing is real. How small you are, too. Yeah. And like nothing is real. It's so much better than nothing matters. Yeah, it is. <laughs> but I love I I just am obsessed with this idea of re- reality not being a thing. That there oh. is no one truth, one reality. It's just everything is just whatever we're deciding to believe it is in the moment fuck have you heard donald hoffman on a podcast he sounds exactly like larry david what no yeah it's amazing his voice is (laughs) exactly like larry david (laughs) 
I love it. Be in love, yeah. So what is your consciousness like? Like, what's it like to be Carmen? I don't know, because I don't know what it's like to be anyone else. (laughs) Yeah, that's so true. Think how different we all of our experiences are. Like, we're all so fucking different. And you, as much, okay, as much as you think you know the people in your life, you know such a small part of their inner world. Yeah, you're just comparing them to yourself, too. You don't know them at all. Right. You're just bouncing it off what you know. Oh, God. That's why freedom is is so important, man. Like, we're, like, so different. All of it. And we should accept and embrace all those differences and try to get along. Right? Yeah, it's just, like, every person on this planet has so much to offer. Because you might even be a twin and both of you are completely different inside. Yeah. The way that you think. Those fucking egos, they get in the way. Oh, I just, I would love to know what it's like to be another person because then maybe I'd have a better sense of what consciousness is. Oh, we would be so much more understanding and compassionate if we were able to like actually like live a minute in someone else's brain or something. Like Freaky Friday. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Oh my God, that's such a good movie. I don't know how I would... It's just like describing how something tastes like you can't, I can't describe what my consciousness is just as much as I, I know. I, That's weird, right? I can't really tell you how I experience the world without telling you stories. You sum it up in one word. <laughs> That's so much easier. Oh, yeah. What is the contents of your consciousness? Like in one word, I, th- I think I have a lot of light light oh that's good because i just want everyone to be okay even people i don't like i just want everyone to love each other and that's why i get so frustrated with life most of the time yeah so sometimes i feel like i'm i don't know what let it out it's a safe space carmen (laughs) it's just (laughs) if you're here why wouldn't you do anything but spread love? And that's the ego, Carmen. The ego gets in the way. The false scent, the that's false not self. Even you. Yeah, but you're so conditioned. You like grew up with this thing, you know, this software you got on your hard drive, and yeah, like everyone is using Microsoft, and they need to upgrade. <laughs> well you know emotions too we're emotional apes do you think that you have experienced higher consciousness do you think that you're becoming more spiritual spiritually minded yeah totally wow i'm surprised by that because i've always found that you're so skeptical (laughs) i know i'm so harsh and i I'm skeptical of things too, but I just prefer to believe the thing that makes me feel happier. Oh, and so I you like, know, I won't allow that. After my aunt died, she, I kept seeing butterflies and I kind of associated her with butterflies because she used to always say this quote about happiness is like a butterfly 
if you chase after it, it will fly away. But if you sit quietly, it'll alight on your shoulder. Uh. Yeah. And it's just about like being patient and not forcing things. And so right after she died, I never like I was in places where I wouldn't see a butterfly normally, you know, and they would just like fly up close to me. And I just like to believe that that was her saying hi. <laughs> and yeah, I know but- that there's probably no way to possibly prove that. But I don't care because it just gave me some comfort. And I think a lot of us just want to be comforted because we won't have the answers to most of our questions. Yeah, I guess so. I just have a, my brain won't let me do that. But I mean, I will still go to the grave confused and wondering what the hell is going on. But this just adds like a bit of excitement to it. Like I was such a nihilist. Like I really thought this was all just... So this is just kind of like, huh, like we might get a surprise other than rotting in the ground, you know? Yeah. What's that? Oh, there's a, there's a saying about there are two ways to look at life. Like everything is glass half full or half empty. Yeah. It's like everything <laughs> is something or it's everything is a miracle. And I would rather view the world as like everything is miraculous and I don't even understand most of it but that makes it so beautiful and interesting but that's the thing like I find the world so the natural everything here is so miraculous like why would I need a like spirituality or god or like all that like I don't why like the whole life on earth like the that is just like it's so mind-blowing like it's so <laughs> you know so I don't know I've never I guess needed like to think of other shit. Yeah. But like, that's great. Cause like most people don't look at what's around them as beautiful and fascinating and they don't what do appreciate they see? it. I just feel like so many of us are just not realizing how, if we are consciousness, did we choose to come here and live this life? Yeah, it doesn't answer the why. Just to see what it's like to be a human in 2023, you know? And then if you think about that, then it's like everything is a a whole lot more exciting because you're like, oh, yeah, I just want to taste everything and do everything and see everything and, and pack it all pack every experience into this human life that I'm living right now what better way to spend this time right because like you can spend the time you have the time you either decide to spend it like looking around you and being like whoa every day or you could be like this is so shitty like which is the better way to go through it yeah, but I guess people don't have a choice, maybe. There's always a choice. Didn't you read that book by the guy who was in the concentration camp? Oh, Man's Search for Meaning? Yeah. Well, I guess it pretty well. Attitude, but I mean, is a, like, attitude is a choice, so. Yeah. Yeah. It is, if there's free will. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> but I don't know. 
it's really hard. It's hard to not live in this ego, this thing that you grew up in yes. and you're conditioned in. It's hard when someone punches you in the face to just be like, this isn't real. It's okay. You know, like, like obviously. We, we identify so much with our personality and our, like, oh, we identify with ego. so much bullshit. And that's not even who we are at all. That's just no, the surface. We're nothing. We're just like we're just we're just light, light and love, man. <laughs> we don't know what we are. I mean, it's total identity just, crisis. We're just, we're just energy. So, like, if you just break it down to that, yeah, it's hard. Just it's just hard to do that, though. A bunch of moving particles, and you could like heal your body. Oh, but I feel like maybe we're headed towards like a more spiritual future because it's like I feel like religion's dying, so. I don't know how many hundreds or thousand years it'll take for that to happen completely, but and maybe spirituality will, well, maybe there'll be like a dark ages because I feel like people need something kind of. I hardy. feel like the dark ages is right now. Yeah, we're entering them. Media. We're entering them right now. And then spirituality will, you know, will be reborn and we'll recognize our divine nature and we'll all come together as one. Like maybe. It's funny that you say that because during the pandemic, I had. I have this pretty spiritual friend and she was saying that this is like the age of Aquarius and that something that along mean? the lines of us finally becoming more spiritual beings. And we have to go through all of this transformation. We're almost there. And like, especially during the pandemic, things were pretty shitty. We are not almost there. We are so far. We are so, we're going down. We're going, we're on the down right now, I, I would say. I think, I think that the way, the way that technology is just growing and growing. Yeah, as our brains shrink and shrink. It's speeding things up, though. Oh, the demise? The, the idiocracy? Yeah. Don't think I'm that. Yeah. I think uh, just wanting the aliens to come. Maybe they're the higher consciousness. Fuck, I don't know, man. I don't anything know anything is possible you got to keep your an open mind right yeah because we our minds aren't big big enough to figure this out but combined together maybe we can do it like if we all just realized that we were all one that would just change the way that we live like immensely yeah i mean it if would yeah. If everyone was like, we are all a part of each other, we're all the same thing. And the earth and the, earth and the war, animals. Yeah. But we are be... so far from that, dude. Like, like I know, we're talking I millions. Hope, I hope, I hope that one day we realize how dumb we've been this whole time. Well, future generations will realize it as they hack us to pieces as we're doing our yeah, ancestors. Part of it is evolution because survival of the fittest kind of pits us against each other yeah no oh yeah we are so tribal like we form tribes in our tribes you can't stop us from forming tribes we're like beavers with sticks that's what we do um <laughs> we're like beavers with sticks <laughs> no we're like we're like bees sure we're like bees hiving it up no, because, no, no, bees aren't tribal, are they? Beavers aren't either, but. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying it's almost instinctual, like. 
for us yeah, to form, form into our, in groups and out groups. This that's is what part we do. Of our programming. Yeah, like a beaver makes it down. That's where I was going with that. <laughs> um, but that's what wisdom is all about, like deprogramming, you know? Well, let's keep up the good work. 